It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London, much to our family's shame, for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello, and welcome to Northern News. It's news from the North. From two Northerners, me, Amy Gledhill. Mm. And who is it? My name's Ian Smith. Ian Smith. Amy, how's your week been? It's been all right, thank you. I did something very unlike me and I went to a yoga class. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, let's get this body stretched. I don't know, though. You were talking about, was it the Maldives? That you were in? Yes. You were doing all sorts of Zen stuff there. Well, that's what sort of got me into it because I was like, oh, yeah, being Zen is quite cool. I think yeah. So, so I signed myself up to a yoga class and I'd never done one before so I went for it's called Yoga Foundations right and the description is like beginners like beginners beginners yeah. beginners and I was like right I'm going to go to this one because I am a beginner 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 mm. I turn up and the other people start coming into the class right and there's about 10 of us I would say 5 of us are over 70 oh but I was looking around this class and I was like, I think I've gone too beginner, beginner, beginner. Because, you know, I used to be a dancer and I was like, you know, I think this is going to be a bit, not embarrassing. Like, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do the class. But I've anyway, got questions Ian, that I cut don't... to, I could not keep up with them. Really? I couldn't keep up with them. And the teacher, I didn't even know this existed, had to keep bringing these like, they're just like sacks of sand to use to help me 
because there was one <laughs> there was one position all we had to do was kneel down on the floor and then bend down and you're trying to put your forehead on the floor in front of you. It's called child's pose. Yeah, right? yeah. And I don't know if it was my tits or what. I couldn't get my head anywhere near the floor, right? So the teacher comes over with a big sack of sand, puts it... Well, like, the... like flood defences. Yeah. It's like a flood defence thing. I've never seen them and she put it there. And I had to put my my forehead on that and then she was saying, try and get your bum on, on your heels. I couldn't do that. So then she's tucked one under my bum and I'm just laid on these two flood defences while there's all these elderly people are all managing it and at the end they were all going oh well done you tried really hard then and I was like yep well I've (laughs) certainly been humbled by this experience have you done yoga I did it during lockdown did you for 10 days at a class no just that age you know that Adrian woman oh yoga with Adrian some people hate her yeah I don't know why I think she's just like the popular YouTube, all the other yoga instructors. I heard she's a bit smug. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know, but I was what I was doing the beginners course where she hadn't built the arrogance yet. Oh, I see. She's probably yeah. new to the business. Sandbags is mad. Sandbags and bricks, plastic bricks that you plastic build up. Bricks. Yeah, Ian. I had all this apparatus all around me. I was. She had stuff left over from a construction <laughs> job or something. <laughs> oh, best, best make the most of these we got. Put them under your tits, love. <laughs> right. Thank you. That's what I've been up to this yeah. week. What okay. what have you been up to this week, Ian? Well, I have been painting over the child's heights that are still on the wall. Oh, that's the place creepy. I live. It is creepy. They've been in that house for ages, but um, the kids who lived there before, yeah, their just heights were up there. So for ages, we've just been living with like um, Abigail, three years old. Abigail, four years old, five. It's just just like Aww. six years of a little girl's height. But I think it's weird to have in your house. Yeah, you need to get rid of that yeah. big time. I don't know who she what is. What if she's like, God, I wish I knew how tall I was when I was four. And that evidence is gone now. Yeah. You should have maybe made a note. Yeah, done a little ruler in case she comes by. <laughs> like passport, <laughs> innit? Passport stuff. <laughs> or like a weird security question. Where yeah. It's like, what's your mother's maiden name? Yeah. How tall were you at four? Oh, I wish I knew. I know, I'll just go back to the house. Yeah. But I'd had a bit of a laugh of it. So I'd put extra numbers after the So it looked like she was like two foot at 43 or something. That's nice. Bit of fun. Did you know um, your height is equal to your arm span? I don't believe this. It's hard to give it a go on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think it's true. Really? Yeah. But there's loads of them. There's like your your, your foot is the length of like your, your your, your forearm. Shoulder blade to elbow, that's your penis. Um, <laughs> in my experience, um, listen, you wouldn't better measure, you wouldn't better get it, get it to the ankle. But am I? I'm taller than that. I, yeah, I would say you're taller than your arms, actually. I think I've got little arms. Yeah, well, what a horrible way to start the podcast, What's actually. A terrible Medical way diagnosis. To start a podcast. Little arms, Gladil. Alas, that's how we've done it. T Rex Gladil. All right. Be, all right, fucking hell. <laughs> All right. Tip podcasts. What's been going on in the country, in the north of the country, yeah. specifically? Not interested in the south. Not bothered. We hear enough about that. Ian, would you like to kick off? I would. You might remember I was a big fan of the head teacher who was very unprofessional, and a kid had to say to him, "You look chunked out, your bean, mate." 
Um, big fan of that story. Please, can you say what gift you got? Oh, yeah. My girlfriend made me an embroidered, I don't know what you call it really, like a, like a circle, a bit of embroidery with like flowers around it, but with the phrase, I'm not being funny or out, but you look chunked out your bean. I think that's the best gift I've ever heard of. Yeah. People will come into my room and um, see that and be like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but if the podcast is successful, I'll get to absolutely bang them out, yeah. selling them. Yeah. But we've got a new head teacher who's been inappropriate. This is um, Oldham Academy North in Greater Manchester. The headline is, Head teacher called pupil Jabber the Slut and mocked Chabs online. Oh, my God. I know. Jabber the Slut. Jabber the Slut. Jabber the Hut would be bad, but she I don't know if you noticed, she's done a bit of clever wordplay with it. Oh, that's abso- That's the most brutal thing I've ever heard anyone be called. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Oh, my God. This is your head teacher. Apparently, so she's made a ton of tweets as well that are being investigated. The um, head teacher. The head teacher. She's tweeting this kind of stuff. For some reason, the picture here is she's tweeted at Jamila Jamil. <laughs> so I don't know what Jamila's been asking for. <laughs> but she's tweeted, um, Jabba the Slut, the best name I've heard this week. We used to call a girl at school this, and brackets, I'm the teacher. Like with an exclamation magazine, like, isn't that mad? Like, yeah, that's uh, oh, pretty mad. Wow. Yeah, she um, also mocked chavy pupils and called another one a massive slag. Bit different. Um, There's no wordplay in that. Yeah, she's got a bit lazy there. Yeah, uh, she also tweeted in response to another Twitter user. Oh, well, I'm not going to repeat that one, actually, because now they've become quite quite offensive in other ways. Okay. She's on an absolute fucking rampage. Oh, my God. An absolute rampage. Yeah, I should have read a bit more of this article, actually. It's got, it's got pretty fucking offensive. But the spokesperson for the EACT, the trust that runs the school, said, we're aware of the allegations relating to a historical social media activity prior to their employment with us. So this was at another school. Yes. Wow. Just her reply to tweets going, because she is a slag, exclamation mark, a massive slag. Your head teacher. I mean, I thought this was um, very funny, but... um. It's become a bit crueler, actually. <laughs> but there's a little link to another story. It comes as a grammar school teacher was caught watching porn during class and then trying to delete the class? evidence during class. This is down south. Oh, right. At least it's just insults up north. Down yeah. south's when it gets more sinister. Yeah. Classic southern <laughs> yeah. news. More sinister. Jesus. I'd, oh, wow. I'd hate to be southern. Watching porn mm. in class. Yeah. That's bizarre because... Look, I don't want to go into logistics and stuff, but does anyone watch porn as um, like a pastime? Like if you're not... Why don't you say you're bored? If you're not using it as a tool for pleasuring Mm. oneself, are you just like, oh, God, what a busy day. I'm going to get get some porn on, just chill out with a glass of wine. I'm just teaching a maths class. I'm bored. I'm bored. Put some porn on. What? I just feel like that's the most insane thing to yeah. do. What, so you're just going to be sat there with ch- around children who you're in the care of with, yeah. a, with a strong con? Every now and then one's like going to come towards me like, sir, can I just like, no! <laughs> laptop's time. <laughs> no, go back to your seat! <laughs> Don't come anywhere in my laptop, I'm watching porn! <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's oh weird, isn't God. it? Oh, God! Bonk 
because when I was a teaching assistant for like six months, oh yeah, I was working there, and I'd been out clubbing the night before. Classic. Got in at four a.m. Yeah, had to get up at six a.m. to set up to the school. Ian had a quick hour's sleep. Red bulled out my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> fell asleep at the back of the class. Oh I was just like asleep. I felt myself like jolt up. Oh and my God. this kid called James was just like looking at me like, oh, you've been asleep, sir. So I, I gave him a little sticker, like a well done sticker <laughs> as a um, bit of a shh. And let's not talk about this, James. That's absolutely atrocious behavior. Yeah. That's real bad. Yeah. Well, the kids weren't getting the um, what they deserved, really. No. Um, at that school. And I take a lot of responsibility for yeah, that. Yeah, you should. I taught them like top up maths classes. Um, you, are you good at maths? Well, these kids are eight. <laughs> You don't have to be amazing. No disrespect to primary school teachers. You don't have to be amazing. Right. Lovely kids, but they, these kids weren't good at maths. Yeah. And I was doing number bonds to 10. So like two and eight go together and make 10. Three and seven, six and four. And trying to write, that'll help Mate, you. you said with... you weren't that good, but that was Yeah, that is quick, quick make, make some notes on this, actually. <laughs> and I was trying to teach them like, so what would you have to add to 13 to make 20? Yeah. And just trying to teach them, well, it's a three. So it's a... And they just wouldn't get it at all. And after two lessons of that, I just like, fuck this. <laughs> I, I cannot say it any simpler than that. All I'm saying basically is like, when it's free, it's seven. So what would you add to 23 to make 30? And like, uh, six. And like, oh, go piss off. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to watch some porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking some porn on. You entertain yourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I taught in a secondary school in Barnsley. I taught year eight drama. Mm, I but, didn't know this about you. Yeah, but this, these are kids that haven't chosen drama as a subject. So there's a lot of kids in that class mm. that hated me, hated the cause, hated their lives, right? And there was these lads that came in in year eight of high school, mm. if you can believe such a yeah. thing. And they were drinking. Al- alcohol? Alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol. How old are they in year eight? That's what I'm saying. They're like... 12? 13. 13. And they'd come in drunk. They'd have a hip flask. <laughs> I Honestly, I was like, this is bonkers, lads. It's like brandy or something. It's I don't know what year they were drinking, but from a hip flask. And they hated my guts, right? But then I once accidentally... Oh, no. Accidentally swore in front of them. Yeah. And then... They thought I was the coolest person ever. And by the end of that academic year, these lads who were coming in with a hip flask drinking, they got so into drama that they had volunteered to dress up as 1950s housewives and they were doing a little dance with feather dusters. <laughs> and it's all because I accidentally let, let a swear word come out of my mouth and they were like, oh, miss. Oh, that's real bad. That what you just said. And I was like, yeah, I apologise. And they're like, nah, it's cool, actually. You're pretty cool now. Like, Maybe oh, that's brilliant. what more teachers need to do. Yeah. Kids are struggling. just need to come in and go, all right, little fuckers. <laughs> like, wow, this teacher's cool. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bullshit. Piss. Piss. Am I cool now, kids? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Piss. <laughs> oh. Now let's have a look at Pythagoras' theorem. Pissagoras. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brilliant. Wow. That's me up, Pop. Can I tell you what, what I found about what's been going on? Yes, please. It's a short story, but it's strong. Okay. It's very strong. This is from 
Wigan Today. Here's the headline. Wigan pensioner admits to performing a lewd act in front of horses and donkeys in a Chorley field. <laughs> I don't know what noise I made there. <laughs> so do you think they've... Hang on, to a donkey? Did Not you... to. Oh. No, no. In front of. In front of. In front of horses and donkeys. A Wigan pensioner has admitted to pleasuring himself in front of horses and donkeys. So it says, Preston magistrates heard that 69-year-old, oh. 69-year-old Martin Scott was seen exposing himself and performing a lewd act, and this is the phrasing that I love, a lewd act towards the faces of oh, livestock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do towards- it to the rump. <laughs> Have some respect. Do it to the rump. <laughs> no, he did it towards their faces. Oh, how'd you... But, like, it's hard to get a donkey's attention. He's So he's, yeah. like, he's absolutely going for it, yeah. but also, like, clicking his fingers. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> hey, uh, look! Another, uh. oh, that's an awful <laughs> noise for people listening. Have a look, have a look, here! <laughs> a <laughs> carrot in his hand. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Cut whistle. Hello! <laughs> Come on. Goodbye. Who's goodbye? <laughs> Ah. He initially denied committing the offence. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which took place in, in May uh, 2021. But then uh, he changed his plea before the trial started. What I like, so the trial the trial has happened. He's admitted to it and he's gone, yeah, I hold my hands up. I performed a lewd act towards mm. the faces of horses and donkeys. He was given a two-year conditional discharge. Oh. Don't <laughs> strange. Yeah, that's why he gave the donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> towards the faces. This is what has baffled me, right? So a two-year conditional discharge and has been ordered to pay costs and victim services, totaling £172. It's about to pay a donkey. I think he's had to pay the donkeys and horses £172. What, what are they, they going to do with that? A little. Sometimes they have a little rain jacket, a little warm jacket. That's it, isn't it? Shoes. <laughs> £172 donkey jacket. <laughs> donkey walking around in a Gucci jacket or something. <laughs> just like you go on the train past Charlie and you look at this field, there's all these designer donkeys. <laughs> that donkey wearing sequins. Like, huge Gucci sunglasses. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And every penny of that deserved. Well, yeah, I mean, how would you put a pin in what the, what the right number is for that? Hmm. You know yeah, I mean? the people would have been sat in a room going, 500. Right, what do no, we give that's, this? That's too much. Because, yes, it was towards their faces, but there was no contact. Right. 50 quid, that doesn't feel Yeah, right. that's not enough. But they've come to £172, no the, more, no less. The two is baffling, isn't it? Yeah, what's that for? A little carrot, a little bag of carrots? Maybe they have gone on and thought, right, what can we get a donkey? Yeah. We can get it, and they have just gone, right, it's coming up to £172. Yeah, there was three donkeys, two horses. Right, let's get, how many How many legs is that? Five times four, 20 legs. Let's get 20 ankle warmers. Yeah, <laughs> 20 ankle warmers, <laughs> 172 quid. It's supposed to be 180, they've knocked off eight quid. Cause, Buying in uh, bulk. Yeah, we've bought quite a lot in bulk, actually. It is going to happen again. <laughs> He's not in prison or out, yeah. so let's just... We are going to have to keep a couple of ankle warmers on spare. I just think this is kind of an interesting story because I think doing it in front of an audience, like I, mm. I guess that's where he's getting his kicks. 
But do you think it's specifically horses and donkeys or do you think it's like whatever he could get on that day? Would you be satisfied doing it in front of like some hens or like, you know what I mean? A couple of toads or... It's hard to get yourself into the mindset of this man. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think hens would be enough for me. They're too unfocused. Yeah. They're like clucking around all over the place. Maybe something like... um, like a crocodile, you know, where it stays really still. Mm. You could just, but then their eyes are on either side. So which side do you go? Yeah, on? yeah, you'd have to have a mate. Maybe he's maybe he's absolutely smashed this. <laughs> yeah, he's picked the right animal. To be fair to him, yeah, I think he's picked the, the right would have animal. Been good. Mm. Mm. This is an awful conversation. Yeah, here. can we move on? I feel yeah. weird. Feel real weird. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now it's time for our special guest, where we're joined by Richard Hardesty, who's originally from Harrogate. And uh, Harrogate spa water contains iron, sulphur, and common salt. <laughs> and it reeks. Does it? Oh, really? Have you ever been there? There's like a, I went to like a, there's like a little pump somewhere in town. It like it's basically egg water. It stinks because of all the sulphur. It reeks. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely no reeks. Way. It's like famous for it. When I was a kid, you'd go like, you go down there and go, you should go and sniff that stuff. Like, right, let's go home. That's blown my mind. Because you think it would be... Th- posh. Yeah, very mm, posh. Harrogate is obviously yeah. very posh. That's, this is a misconception. I think this is why I sort of, I'm from like all over, which my mum lives there now. I think Harrogate's got like, it's like anywhere. It's got like a nice bit and the shit bits. And I'm from the shit bit, basically. You know, like, <laughs> but it's quite yeah. good. I remember when I was a kid, if I sort of ever met a girl, I went back to their house. I met the parents and be like, you from where? Harrogate? Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doing quite well for myself. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have you tasted the egg water? Uh, the spa water? Yeah. Uh, lovely. Got, got a little jar of egg water with you. Have a sniff yeah. of this. Yeah, don't open that in here, though. Okay, just take it outside. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, oh it's, uh, yeah no, it's a mad place. Uh, mad place. I grew up there. I was born in Leeds and I moved to a little village called Well out near Beedale in the uh, sort of the Yorkshire Moors area. But I think about this today. It's like when you go out to, when I went to this little village, I don't know if you guys lived in like a small lot village or anything, but like ghettos are quite scary. You're watching like, you know, TV shows and stuff. And like, you know, yeah. places are quite famous for being scary and dodgy, but there's nothing scarier than a little village. Because, like, it's, they're just so lawless. <laughs> really? What do you mean? Because it's like, there's not about 50 people in them, but, like, there's no police there. You don't have police in a village. They're probably not in the, like, the next town, so you yeah. just like, do what you want. And, like, if you're the hardest in that village, you're, like, you're not like the hardest in the universe. It's like, <laughs> it's like being the hardest in a city. It's like, you're, and, like you can do whatever you want. <laughs> and also, like... 
people like drug deal from them because police aren't going to go to a little tiny village and look for drugs because yeah. why would you waste your time? But that's where they plant themselves. There's so much mad stuff goes on in these places like where I was from. amazing. I think it's something to do with also working around like farms and animals, maybe killing animals for a living. They seem more like they just don't care about living things as much. Yeah. What a bleak sentence. It does make sense. It does make sense. They're just so used to seeing dead chickens and dead sheep. They're saying, well, it's a dead human. It's not that much different. In my head, that's what they think. <laughs> How many dead humans were, were bobbing about in well? Okay, I didn't actually see any dead humans, but like, oh, good, it's good. just there's just a, a sort of air of of death mm. uh, hanging around. Oh, it sounds lovely, Richard. I'd it like was to lovely. Visit. I, I can't recommend it enough. Do pop up there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'd be great on like, fronting like a countryside tourism ad. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It's lawless here. No one cares about death. <laughs> no one. Please come, enjoy. Bring a helmet. <laughs> Do you have any um, funny, upbeat stories from the north or weird, weird characters? The guy who went the sort of corner shop in my house is quite odd. He had an odd sense of humour. My friend walked in there once and he went, uh, "Hello, gardener." My friend went, "You what?" He went, "Hello, gardener." My friend went, "What do you mean?" He went, "Your friends tell me you're a gardener." He went, "No." Then he started laughing to himself. He thought it was some sort of hilarious joke that he just sort of he just, that was not even real. He just thought it was a <laughs> oh funny God. thing to say. Yeah, your friends tell me you're a gardener. <laughs> I'm only joking. You're not a gardener. <laughs> So like my friend just threw me out. Anyway, he's a bit of an odd, he was an odd man. Um, <laughs> surreal bit of humour from him there. Yeah, exactly. He probably wouldn't get nominated for stuff like that nowadays. Anyway, and what else was weird? But I tell you, we did actually get him back. To be fair, we said this is quite a nostalgic thing. Remember those talk boys? Like a Walkman thing, you talk into it and it records your voice. Oh, and then you can yes. sort of play it back. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, my other mate, would, we went in there and like, you remember you used to get like computer game magazines? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like Games Master. So we'd go in there. We didn't buy it. We just like, we'd record the cheat codes like down, down one, up left five, down, down one. And like sort of, he'd be like, are you transcribing the magazines again? No. <laughs> Shit. I like <laughs> that there's a, a guy just livid that people are going in, reading the magazines and playing them back. That's amazing. Stop transcribing <laughs> things. That's like you know, a grassroots audible. Just take, buy something. I'd also buy Penny Sweet, so, you know, it's, it's all good. Whereabouts do you live now, Richard? So now I'm in Hackney. Do you do you feel like a northerner? Would you identify as, as a northerner or are you not really kind of bothered about? No, I definitely do. I definitely, it's definitely part of my identity. It's like, especially as soon as you come to London. I didn't think I did, but then when I came to London, I definitely did. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That totally seems to be that. what happens where, like, I find that I'm sort of like, uh, I don't know if I'm bothered about, like, the north as part of my identity. And then I hear someone go, oh, it's always raining up north. I'm like, sometimes it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice up there. Stop slagging off the water. It doesn't stink. It's yeah. lovely. <laughs> there is a definite difference, isn't there? There is a difference in, in northern to southerners. That is an obvious thing to say, not just the accent, but I feel like that. So there really is. There is, definitely. I feel really proud to be from Yorkshire. I don't know why, but I feel really proud to be from Yorkshire, but I don't necessarily feel proud to be, like, British or anything mm. else. But I think you're right. Mine has got much stronger since leaving the North. I wasn't really that, that bothered when I was up there. Now I'm like, tattoo Yorkshire on my head. Yeah. <laughs> you realise how sort of beautiful it is. That's the thing, I'll tell you now. When I was actually up there, I just wanted to get away from it. I thought yeah. what to do. I was like, get me out of here. I want to be in Los Angeles or on Venice Beach. On a, or Hackney. Or Hackney. <laughs> yeah, wherever that is. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, when you get back, you think, God, why is actually quite sick to grow up, up there? It's like, yeah. it's like well green. It's like you sort of go on a bike ride and 20 minutes later, it's some sort of gorge. You're like, what? Do you know what I mean? It's like lots of... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd just suddenly buy like a big bridge somewhere, I think, in the middle of nowhere. It's not like here where you just cycle for ages and you're still just surrounded by loads of houses. That's a good summary of the north that'd make a good advertisement. You well, get on your bike, 20 minutes' time, you're at some sort of fucking gorge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What a treat for us. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for talking to me and have a lovely day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, up, cock. So, Ian, what has been going on in your hometown of a ghoul? Big news. Oh. Now, to tell this story, I had to look up, and I'm pretty sure, let me have a, a little quick breeze through, but mm. the key point, nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. Amy, I'm going to show you a little video. Now, I know that people can't watch this video, okay. um, but I want to see your reaction. What I'm okay. showing you now is going to be a little video taken from the dash cam of a car. If you could, describe what you're seeing. Yeah. So car's turning right. It's it's night time. The car's driving down the street. Oh my god! An explosion has happened. A big old explosion. A huge explosion out of a house. Yep. What has happened there then? House ruined after gas explosion in Marlborough Avenue. Yeah. Big old a gas explosion. Yeah. That's really frightening because that looks absolutely terrifying mm. so how do we prevent that from happening to our own houses that's the big question here well let me try and find out what the hell has gone on here <laughs> um yeah i mean it just says gas explosion but in inverted commas like they're being sarcastic about it maybe they're not being sarcastic maybe they're saying oh gas explosion was it but actually maybe it was something like it was on purpose well you say that a man has been arrested at the scene <gasps> on suspicion of committing arson with intent to endanger life. Oh, my God. Unlucky dickhead, no one died. Yeah. But the house is next door. Must be pissed off. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's just absolutely brutal. So Ian showed me pictures of the the aftermath, and it doesn't look good, does it? I think I'd partly be amazed living next door because you'd be like, my house has not been as damaged as I would have thought. No, the considering the other one is, is look gone. pretty good actually. Mm. Compact, you know, relatively speaking. Yeah. Look, it's a really sad story that has happened to someone's home where they live, mm. and it's also really sad that's you know that could have been really serious. But what an awesome thing gas is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> I'm glad someone said that. Actually, <laughs> I thought that sentence was going to be quite somber. No. Talking about how sad everything is. I'm just because it's gases. literally taken a roof off, mm. and that's just gas. What can do that? And you gas. can't even see gas. Yeah, and that's wow. Imagine, I said to you, look, I'm going to take the roof off of a building mm. and knock down some brick walls with a thing be, you can't even see. I better like, say you're going to be performing a stand-up comedy gig. <laughs> not bad. Not fun. No, I'm going to be using gas, Ian. I'm going to be uh, yeah. using a lot of gas. Gas, yeah. wow. But it's, I don't know what, I, I don't know if they've been convicted on it. At, at this point... So the man's it's, been arrested, right? Oh, whole Daily uh -oh. Mail, inside the ghoul homes. They're <gasps> doing a little tour. Ooh. Absolute piss take that. Being like, can we have a look in? Be like, it's as you'd expect, utterly fucked. Whole wall's been blown off. Yeah, but that's messed up. The things on the kitchen counter, it's just stood up 
like normal. Yeah, the kettle's fine. The kettle's fine. Little kitchen roll holder. Kitchen roll's fine. No Brick singes wall. on the kitchen roll. No strain. Some of that bounty is absolutely fantastic, that kitchen roll. <laughs> That's double ply kitchen roll for sure. It's gone. Bread bin. Bread bin looks Not a all problem. Right. Yeah. Bread's a bit cooked. If you said your home's been destroyed in a gas explosion. Yeah. You'd be like, fucking hell, everything's gone. And you'd get to the crime scene, you'd be like, but the bread bin's fine. Yeah, kitchen roll's fine. Yeah. It looks more like, um, I guess it's not like a fire, fire, fire. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot you used to work for the fire brigade as well. We got something coming in, what is it? It's a fire, fire, fire. You're like, ah, shit, all three, that's a big one. It's like three chilies <laughs> next to a, on a menu. It's the, hot, the hot, hot. Judge fire, like a Nando's menu. Yeah. Can I just have, um, I'll just go for one fire, please. But it's not like a fire that is like absolutely everything's black and burnt and singed. It's more like a big push out of the walls mm-hmm. and then a bit of heat. Feels more I like. I am not a scientist, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not a scientist, so obviously I've got no other opinion on gas. And I would like to add that um, the man arrested for this yeah. will be appearing um, at In Home the latest Magistrates series Course. of <laughs> yeah. Sex Education. The Traitors. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to vote him out as a traitor, actually, because yeah. he blew up that house. Yeah. And I thought that was quite suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, so a bit of, bit of excitement. Of on, on the streets of Gaul. But, um, yeah, good to hear no one's been hit with a stray brick. That's good. Or um, set on fire or anything like that. Or oh, fire, fire, fire. Mm. Well, you don't, you don't recover from a triple you, you fire. You can't recover from a fire, fire, fire. No, no. Six pounds for a pint. Well, let me tell you, you think ghouls had a big story. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about my hometown, Hull. Oh. Oh, yeah. It starts off... It's getting worse. Oh, but that's the first... It's getting worse. <laughs> Imagine if that was the only headline. That's just it. Life. There's no story. Just life. <laughs> the planet, the world. <laughs> it's getting worse. What could this be? What do you think? What do you think is getting worse, Ian? Um, my ability... To like resist Mr. Kipling snacks. Yeah, it's getting worse, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's not that. It's getting worse. Dog walkers say many owners too lazy to pick up mess. Ugh. They're too lazy, Ian. It was already that's already something it's I think is bad. bad. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> oh God. They're too lazy, Ian. They're too lazy. And this is in Sutton Village in Hull. Not far from where I was brought up, really. Lots of people walk their dogs there, but people are starting to not pick up mess. Mm. And in a weird turn of events, they're putting their mess in bags, but then leaving their bags on the ground. I've seen that. What's the point of that then? Bagging it up's bagging up's the, the worst, worst part. Isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah, having yeah, to yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of go near it and touch it and Do you know what it is for me? The heat. Yeah. I <laughs> I could pick up as many cold poos as you want. Yeah. A hot, a warm poo is revolting. <laughs> it's revolting. Yeah, you don't need to convince me, actually. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm going to go, uh, I don't think so. 
<laughs> I love a steam, love a steaming hot shit in my hands. Actually, <laughs> who do you think I am? <laughs> Hate a cold shit. Right, so we're on the same page. Yeah, for once. we are. We are. I, okay, I yeah. see. If there's not a bin for ages, well, that's carrying the around thing. a little that's package the of shit. Thing. They are saying in this article that there aren't that many bins. There's your problem. I know. More bins. Well, they're saying just take it home. I and don't I get, know, and actually. I get it. I get it. Take it home. That's absolutely the right thing to do. My mum, when we had dogs, they're both dead now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I needed to add that bit of colour to the story. Both of my dogs are dead. Uh, but my mum used to pick it up and then she'd just like put her hand through the loop on the dog poo bag and she'd just be like walking and she'd sort of forget about it and she'd sort of swing in a little dog poo yeah. bag like off her wrist like it's a Chanel handbag. And she'd come in and she'd be like, oh God, I don't know what they've do- <laughs> what they've been eating, them dogs. And she's got like five bags just swinging off her arms. <laughs> just like biceps rippling, <laughs> like yeah. weighing them down. <laughs> These are still hot, Mum. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the things that made me really laugh about this article was so that they've interviewed a few different passers-by for their opinions, and it says one gentleman said, "It's getting bad now." All the ten, so the ten foots. Do, do you you have ten foots in goal, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, it, a ten foot is like just like a row behind houses where garages are. But anyway, yeah. it says it's getting bad now near all the ten foots. It's the same dog as well. You can tell. You can tell. He's going through it. He's going, oh, same consistency, same shape, same heat. Yeah. You can tell. It's the same dog. So this one gentleman thinks all the mess is one dog. I don't know how much a dog dog poos. No, not that much, surely. Is Mm. it? And I think he's coming out of this story worse, really. That yeah. he's looking at the poos and going, and hang on a second, yeah. getting his little tape measure out, six centimetres as usual, and from <laughs> popping a thermometer in, having a little thirty-six point two degrees. Sniff, little taste, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a labradoodle. This man is going round all eating yeah. dog shit. Yeah, I think he's come out of this article worse. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what? If that's what he's doing, if that's what you what? said he's doing. I haven't said this. I'm just one gentleman who might be a nice gentleman has said, mm. uh, it's getting bad now. Another person has said, the crap situation is a true shame because you really need to watch your step now, which makes me think like there's so much of it <laughs> that it's almost like a game, you know, like yeah. you have to like hop from one bit to the next, like floor yeah. is lava, but floor is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, wa- I'd watch that more on Netflix. The floor you, is dog shit. <laughs> have you seen Floor is Lava on Netflix? Yeah. It's bad, isn't it? I was so excited. But how, how much fun would you have watching that if those people, and occasionally they're just falling a bit of dog shit? Yeah. I stood in dog shit. Go on. Once. I'm, I don't really remember standing in dog shit a lot. Clang. <laughs> Someone's doing all right. Someone's doing all right. Okay, yeah. Immediately before, I went to have a palm reading. <laughs> I, I was having a palm reading because I thought it might be a funny thing to do for like comedy material sure. or something. Yeah, and, a classic um, excuse of the comedian doing something that they secretly really want to do. Yeah, well, well, whatever. I was having a palm reading. I wanted to know what my destiny was. Okay, yeah, there we fine. go. There we go. I want to know Easy. what my destiny is. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Studying this dog shit. Um, 
try to scrape off the best I can, but still, I've got I've got a shitty old shoe, oh, no. and I'm going up these stairs to see um, the palm reader. But as I got to the door, she said, um, "Can you take your shoes off before you come in?" And my first thought was, "She knows. <gasps> she, oh. she she's been a psychically no." I mean, one, a lot of people don't have houses anyway, and two, yeah. probably stank of shit. What, it was in her house? Yeah, yeah. You went to a woman's house? I did feel uncomfortable, yes. Absolutely Ooh. reeked of incense sticks. Mm. She was incense sticking it up to the max. <laughs> Books about palm reading, like, yeah. displayed all over. Yeah. Yeah, stuffed animals everywhere. What kind of stuffed animals? Like, like taxidermy or teddy yeah, bears? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But, like... Oh, yeah, that's a better... Stuffed animals is more normal than what this woman had, actually. Right. Like crows, couple of... Anything you'd associate with, like, the occult. Yes. Crow, snake, black cat. She's got them all. Mm. She's done all the classics. Yeah. Big eBay. Big eBay shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what was your destiny? I honestly can't remember because she was so much fucking bullshit. She was just sort of... Yeah, but what if it wasn't bullshit? Well, I think she asked me why I was going and I had to improvise some, like, reasons. So I said, like, oh, um, I didn't want to say I was a stand-up comedian. So I was yeah. like, oh, some stressful writing deadlines and, and work and, um, yeah, unsure of relationship stuff. Because yeah. I was like, i got to give you something. Yeah. But then all she, that's all she spoke about. She's like, oh, I can see this line here that kind of represents a bit of uncertainty in a relationship. Like, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just improvised that to you. So oh, I think it was a wow. bit of stuff like that. This line here represents a writing deadline. Yeah, it was, right. it was honestly stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I can see you've got a lot of deadlines at the minute, actually. Mm, but they're going to ease up. They're going to ease up in the future, mate. Okay, fantastic. This line here is a very interesting one, actually, because actually I can see in your future, in the near future, you're going to wash your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> also see, maybe even today you're going to get conned out of £40 by an absolute charlatan. <laughs> Sounds um, quite good. She did say I'm going to die at 35, so we've got one year of the podcast. No, she didn't. Yeah, got to get them out. Got to get she them out. She said that? Yes. No, she didn't. No, my God, I was going to no, say. No, it'd be a risky move, wouldn't it? I wouldn't have entered into this podcast with you if I was going to die at 35. <laughs> I'd have said, Amy, choose someone else. Who's got a bit more podcasting in them? <laughs> One year and I'm done. One year and done. What a big year. Yeah. Let's we're gonna have to cover all the news in a year. Oh yeah. I'll be doing this podcast till the day I die. If you live to like 95, I just need you to know I won't be doing it. Yeah. Till I'll get, the day you I'll die. Get someone else in. Get someone else in. Get Go some other get... young northerner in to, to bring in the get that the palm kids. reader in. Horrible for her. She'll know when she's going. Oh God. Would you want to know if right, you're walking. A man, a mystic man, comes out of the bushes and he says, mm. I can give you the power to see into the future. Would you want it or not? I would be sceptical. <laughs> um, no. no I'd only want to know the future outside of my lifespan. Oh, that's interesting. I want to know if we ever find aliens. That's the main thing I'm bothered about, really, Is it? in the future. What, yeah. day to day, that's what you think about? Yeah, I just think, like, if someone's like, oh, if you're dead, would you not want to see... Your kids growing up and all this. Would you not want to still yeah. have this like view? I just like nah. Just, aliens. Just wake me up for a second when we've found aliens. Got hey, and they found aliens. Look, look what they look like. And I'd be like, wow, fucking! I didn't expect really? that. And then I'd just be dead again. Oh God, we've all got a dream, haven't we? Yeah, we've all got a dream. 
It's a positive note to end it's the podcast on. It's a positive on. note to end the podcast on. Thank you so much for listening, for being here with us today. Yeah. Going through all the news, dog mess, yeah. explosions. Let us know what your favourite temperature of dog poo is. Yeah. What's your ideal? You don't want it too cold. That'd freak me out. Mm. That'd freak me out if you went to pick it up and it was ice. I think you want body temperature. No, less than body temperature. Really? But then would you not notice it mm. if it was the same as your body? The ideal is dry. Uh, thank Fuck you so out. much for listening to the podcast. And thanks to our special guest, Rich Hardesty. You can find him everywhere you find a person, online, on Google, on all the things. Yeah. And you should do it because he's a good egg. Check the tax records and see if he's paying. <laughs> Please join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. We'll be whacking out loads of extra stuff. We'll do whatever you want, please. Yeah, honestly, for enough money. We've, we've said this, I think, before. We do foot stuff for enough money. And join us again for some more... Northern, Northern News! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone. It's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.